0: Okay, guys, today's question is one I actually did Google, and it's how do I know if my partner is cheating on me? What's
1: up, Recovery Warriors? Have you seen our Patreon site yet? If not, you need to go check it out. As you know, here on the podcast, you get this content for free. But over on Patreon, it gives us the opportunity to give you more interaction with us so that we can help you more in depth so while you're listening right now go over hop on patreon it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n and type in the betrayed the addicted and the expert and you'll find us there or you can click on the show notes um, to the link over to patreon there's next level tools and resources there so we hope to see you over there now let's get on with the
0: show we are so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive after betrayal trauma or addiction Hi, I'm Ashlyn, The Once
2: Betrayed. I'm Kobe, The Once Addicted. And I'm
1: Brandon, The Expert. Now, why am I an expert? Because I've treated betrayal trauma and addiction for over a decade. Okay, before we answer that question, let's go over a review. So, this is from May 30th. And it says, I have been sober for over a year and this podcast has helped me tremendously grow up being in my 30s. I had a lot of baggage from a childhood from my childhood and unhealthy attachment and insecurity, and the honesty and tips and tools given through this podcast from all perspectives has helped my marriage, my kids, and me get the best out of myself. Highly recommend to anyone who is looking to grow in a healthy mind state. Ooh, I love it. That's yeah. cool.
0: The The work after the hard work, right?
2: Man, don't I know that. Holy moly. <clears throat> okay, so...
1: How do you know that your partner's having an affair? Um, what are the signs, what are the symptoms of of that? And I, I think before we jump into this, I definitely want to give a little bit of a disclaimer, okay. which is I what I hope this episode doesn't do is is trigger anxiety to think that your partner is having an affair. Yeah. So we're gonna break down really specific things to to look at to um to identify whether or not that that could be happening or not okay and it doesn't mean for sure that that it's happening but if you see these signs and you see a lot of these signs then I would do some some pretty um, straightforward confronting of some of the behaviors
2: okay, okay?
0: so another you might be listening and, and thinking maybe I'm crossing lines I haven't necessarily had an affair but i might be crossing lines so am i
1: am i vulnerable to have an affair yeah yeah yeah
0: so it's kind of going to touch
1: both absolutely i think as we talk about these these assessments of yourself and of your partner you hopefully you're asking yourself too "Am, am i at risk here and do i need to uh be careful and and uh do certain things to safeguard myself as well so we we have a list that we're just gonna go over a little bit and and break down so there's the obvious things, right? The obvious things like they get really, really uncomfortable
2: when you touch their phone. Mm. Yeah. Um, That was a big, big one for me. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't I, it would always be in my pocket.
0: Yeah, right? it, it wasn't just left out.
2: I never left it out. Yeah, they never leave their phone out.
1: So, so ask yourself, do you get really, really uncomfortable if your spouse touches your phone because mm-hmm. you have things to hide on there? That's not a good thing. Um, so, and they might not want you to touch uh, your, their phone because they're hiding some financial thing from you or some other mm-hmm. thing. It doesn't necessarily mean an affair, but that's a sign that they're not just open that, you know, I, c- I can hand my wife my phone and say, hey, will you text so-and-so for me or, or whatever, <laughs> right? Um, so, so that she can have uh, – it, it doesn't bother me. If I had things to hide, that would bother me. That, w- that would be hard for me. So that's the obvious one. If, if they're spending a lot of time with somebody and they're minimizing it and saying, oh, she's just a friend or a coworker or he's just my – work husband or yeah, my work husband, mm-hmm. um, y- you know, it, it, they can ease the, the sometimes that the person who's having the affair will, will try to ease their spouse into the idea of that relationship yet be crossing lines and crossing boundaries all along the way. Right? Yes. And yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And yes, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ashlyn, what were some of the, what were some of the signs that you just started to notice with Kobe?
0: So I used to go visit Kobe at work and they had so many like uh, like inside jokes and they knew way more about Kobe than sometimes I even knew. Uh, and I was like, so he wasn't having affairs with girls he was working with, right? right. So no no blame there for those right. of you who knew who he worked with. It was just he was in he was in deep water. So he was crossing boundaries all over the place. Right. And so for me, it was like he doesn't even know that that's not okay.
2: Yeah, right. it, 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 to, to be fair, it was I, I, I worked and lived in such an unboundaried right way that I didn't even acknowledge or recognize mm-hmm. that my actions were far beyond what's appropriate. Yeah.
1: Well, well, and with that, I mean, y- you know, you go out in, in, the, in the workplace or whatever, or, or just in public, you go, go to church or whatever, people s- send off certain messages, mm-hmm. and, and those messages are uh, say things like, look, I'm available. I'm available to flirt with, to push a, a little bit of lines with. Um, I'm not boundaried. Um, I'm married, but I'm not boundaried. So yeah. And, and, and what will happen is you'll attract the people into your life who want to take advantage of that. Um, and, and they'll pick up the little subtleties uh, of those things right? And so if you're, if you're at work unboundaried, you're also kind of open to relationships Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Another thing I'm hearing, Kobe, is that you were a different person at work than you were with Ashley. I totally, I totally was. They knew all about you. You were funny, this, that, and then you'd go home and you were a different person with
2: Ashley. Yes, very much so. And I think it was because, well, there, there were many reasons, but that describes me so accurately. And I think what I knew but didn't acknowledge was that my, the way that I worked wasn't okay at home. And I didn't want to cause any suspicion. And so I would put on work hat and then I would go home and put on like partner dad hat.
0: You did, but you also, like, he would take texts all through the night and Mm. phone calls from work. And he worked with all women and they were beautiful women. So I was like, this is not normal. And then we started getting uh, neighbors who would say, "Oh man, I saw you tagged in all these photos on Facebook with all these beautiful women, and they have your ar- their arms around you." And and I'm over there going, "Yeah, isn't that stupid? <laughs> like yeah. that's my husband." Yeah. And they're like, "What do you do for work? It looks awesome." Yeah. And he's like. You know, minimize like, oh yeah, yeah, nothing. The minimize you
1: don't like
2: it because you're. I'm it's trying it's uncomfortable. to downplay it. I'm trying to minimize it. I'm, in truth. I'm gaslight I, I remember gaslighting you. Just thinking back, a ton. Like Ashlyn, you're making a big deal out of nothing. Oh, for or, sure. Or this is just my job, and this is just what I need to do.
0: And then I would go to like, why can't I be confident in who I am and that I am? Yeah. That? You now know? you're spinning like, oh. off in crazy-making
1: mode while he's mm-hmm. like. Telling you that you're crazy because well, yes. well, what's really going on is your intuition and your gut is saying something's not right
0: yeah. here. Yeah. something. Yeah. He right. also started going to bed at a different time than me, so he'd stay up late. Mm-hmm. And I, would I, go I to think bed. I always stayed up late, though. Mm, you kind of did, but it was more so when you were having an affair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he totally. would give me opportunities, which sounds terrible, but he would be like. Hey, go out for a night for yourself, right? Yep. So that I can go and I'll do watch my the thing.
1: girls. You go ahead and go out, and so manipulative. Mm-hmm. Which is, look, I'm being kind. Like, yeah. Go take care of yourself. But but the the thinking is, I got to make some space so that I can act out. Yeah. yeah. And and
2: this is for all those who are listening who have betrayed. This, what we just articulated, is one of the reasons why there is zero trust and safety, and why the betrayed, no matter if it's a man or a woman, feels crazy and can't trust a thing. They can't get over this. It's a great point, this. Kobe. And, and so, so w- when you hear what I've just shared, it's important that you recognize that that's why your partner, again, male or female, does not trust you, does not want to, is so afraid of but being vulnerable. The, the damage is not
1: done by the affair itself, it is that's right. painful and that's not okay, and that breaks trust. Yeah. But the real damage with betrayal trauma is done with all of the stuff we're the talking deceit, about the manipulation. The, the, it you know it it really wears on the the partner's self self confidence. Yep. Um, understanding, their ability to function as a partner. Uh, yeah. Right. Understanding their gut. Understanding their yeah their what's reality and in a relationship. And what's not. Absolutely.
2: Because I would try to skew. Real, your reality or what not your reality I try to skew reality into what I needed to it to be bless you um, in order for me to carry on
0: Yeah. well another we're giving all the examples but he was also really mean yeah and he showed up differently and I remember saying um, who have you become you're not the man I married and I would straight up ask him, are you having an affair? Yep, and right. I've said this before on the podcast. I wish I could go back and to really sit in those promptings and feelings of like something's off yeah. here. right here and and not just go to him with it rather than like sit in it and figure things out for myself to really question to go to God um, and kind of seek some inspiration rather than just uh, accusing because he of course always said, no, you're you're crazy.
1: Right. (laughs) Totally. That, that meanness is, it happens for a couple reasons. One is, um, if there's guilt there and so with, with an affair, when the affair starts to happen, the partner now becomes, a um, just, just a person who represents guilt to them. Mm -hmm. They feel guilty because of their partner. And so they want to push them away. They want to keep them at bay because they don't want to get too close because it's too painful. Um, The other thing is um, sometimes they'll be mean to their partner so that a fight will come up. Um, The partner will be mean back or shut down, and then that will Justify. justify... their behavior. See, I can go do this because they're mean to me or this or that. So they'll pick fights intentionally. They'll play the persecutor, try to get their partner to play the persecutor or the victim mm-hmm. and um, and
2: justify their and, affair. And uh, I, I would also say that the story that I told myself was such that resentment was, was, the was fuel. just this... It, it was like kudzu. If you, ever, I mean, I, I lived in Atlanta for um, a couple of years, and kudzu was like it's like ivy on steroids, and it just engulfs everything, and it grows rapidly. And and my resentment towards Ashlyn and the story, Ashlyn, the story that I told myself about you was is is you're this this and this, therefore I'm entitled to this. Yeah. And so the the deeper the affair got, the more resentment I had. It just of control, and the more resentment you needed to build, so that you could keep
1: yeah. justifying and fueling yes. the, the behavior. Totally, right? totally. Okay, yeah. so should we start to get into some of these questions? Yeah, okay,
0: yeah, because it's it's like there are questions to consider and ask yourself. Like, am I? You might be one of these things. You might be all all of these things, and depending on who that's with, it, it's something to. Okay, obviously, I'm not in a relationship. Right. But what you said,
1: Uh, you said to me before we started this episode was to, uh, as we go through these, you might have some of these things happening. It doesn't mean you're having an affair or going to have an affair. Right. If you have a lot of these things happening, you really need to look at this. Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. So are you turning to your friend to comfort rather than turning to your spouse? Yeah.
1: And when you say your friend, we're talking about (laughs) friend with benefits Uh, yeah exactly (laughs) no that type of friend
0: (laughs) but really even any friend like yeah we should be we should we should want to go to our spouse for those things um do you find yourself thinking about your friend even when you're at home yeah do you seek opportunities to be with your friend even when work doesn't require you to be together
1: yeah so hey let's let's go to lunch Mm -hmm. um Or let's hang out after work for longer to work on that one project together just so that we can connect. Totally. Little things like that.
0: Do you email or text your friend when you're not together? Um, Have you told your spouse about your messages?
1: I I just want to say, as you're asking these questions, if you are doing some of these things, you know, you know in your heart what your intentions are like you know why you're sending those text messages. You can justify all day long. You can say it's about work or this or that. You know that you might be sending those text messages or hanging out after work or going to lunch because deep down you want to connect more than- You're fishing. More, yeah, you're fishing. You're, you're throwing out- Bait. You're throwing out lines to see if, if, if she'll bite or if he'll bite. And so you know it. Mm-hmm. Um, so these questions are good to ask yourself But at the same time, you've got to be honest with yourself about what your intentions are.
0: Okay. Um, Does the relationship with your friend take more of your time and energy than the relationship with your spouse? So I've heard, you know, going way out of your way to help a friend when you don't want to show up and be a parent or that type of thing. Um, Do you compare your spouse to your friend? Mm -hmm. Would you be uncomfortable introducing your spouse to your friend?
2: Yeah. All yeah. of these are just terrific questions to ask yeah. and uh, and to consider and to think through. And um,
0: what I think wow. is important about this is it's not just a physical affair. It's right. like, hey, you might be in an emotional affair. And that's where I think these questions can really uh, define that is it's it goes a lot of different ways. Yeah. And Meaning it's this that betrayal can cannot, cannot even be physical and it's still it's the actions of the lies and the deceit right yes
2: there's many vehicles that can facilitate this kind of behavior and that could be email that could be text that could be snapchat that could be Marco Polo that could I mean any number of vehicles could be social media and and so and, and that when you when you choose a particular vehicle if you will and that sounds kind of strange considering what we're talking about but if you if whatever vehicle you use to communicate will compel the behavior or will guide the behavior and and the direction that it goes. And that over time won't be enough. And so there will be, you know, an escalation to like with addiction. It's like, there's gotta be something more intense. There's gotta be something that's, um, I gotta have contact in a different way, et cetera, et cetera. So it can, it can really build, um, based upon which vehicle of communication is used, if that makes any sense.
1: Yes. The, the uh, it's, you know, infidelity is really interesting because um, I think I think a lot of times what we consider it is if you have sex with another person, that that's what infidelity is. And we know there's such thing as emotional affairs. I, I've heard so many things through the years. I've heard guys, you know, who who've only slept with prostitutes and not to minimize that at all. Um, but then guys who have had long lasting um, relationships with other women and have never had sex with them. And the, the fact of the matter is, is if you just go hook up with somebody and don't have a relationship, or if you have a long lasting relationship with somebody, the betrayal still is there. Yes, And, and it's, it's different in some ways, it hurts in different ways, but it's still that feeling of betrayal and that shattered trust is what comes into the relationship. Um, so as, as you went through those questions, Ashlyn, the fact of the matter is, is if you're just doing those things that Ashlyn just asked, you're, you're only doing those things. So you're texting someone now and then you're thinking of them, you're hanging out with them. you are creating a big crack in the foundation of your relationship. It doesn't need to to get to the point of physical connection with that person in order for, for that to, ha- to, to be a reality that it's damaging your relationship. Okay. Totally true.
0: So the tough questions. If I am doing any of the you know, if I'm doing multiple of those things, what can I do? What's what am I supposed to do? And if I suspect my spouse is doing these things, what do I do? Two different questions. Yeah. Uh, Well,
2: I I think if you're if you're engaged in those, let me let me just say this. If you're engaged in any of those behaviors, then you've you've got to just eliminate contact altogether. And you've got to be super, super boundaried in, in and what I mean by that is is you've got to just stop communicating if it's crossed those lines just say this is done and I would actually have the, the conversation like this is this this correspondence whatever it is communication relationship has has gone to a place that I didn't that I didn't expect and didn't, didn't didn't expect it to so we have to stop one, so so you just said one of the most important which is start having some
1: boundaries so some real boundaries with them and they're gonna be confused. Like, huh? That's what? You this know. This isn't anything. This isn't yeah. anything and you're like, "Don't talk to me ever again." <laughs> you might have to be to that point where it's "Don't talk to me ever again." The other thing that will be really helpful is come come out with it to somebody. So don't keep all these secrets mm. to yeah, yourself. Yeah. Totally. Talk to a good friend. Talk to somebody and say, "Look, I'm having these feelings. This is real for me. I need to get this out so I can surrender it over. Have some accountability around it because I don't
2: want this to progress any further." And that's not to somebody who is going to be like, "Whoa, that's that's cool, really." Whoa, dude. We don't want anybody to to fan the flames. Me too. Yeah,
0: Yeah. or he he told his Me Too friends and. Yeah. that wasn't super helpful. Well, yeah. well
1: well and that's what you'll naturally seek out at first. You want people to validate why you're doing it mm.
2: so that you don't feel so bad. Yep, for sure. So you want to make sure that you can just, just be really really mindful of that one piece. Yeah. So keep going, Brandon. So
1: get a, get out of secrecy, start to have some boundaries, okay? And start to be really honest with yourself about mm-hmm. about what's happening and why it's happening. Okay? And then also play the tape forward is another tool. Well, and through to conclusion. Yeah, to like think it through to, to the consequences of an, a full-fledged affair. Do you want those consequences? Um, maybe you've had an affair in the past and you're starting to engage again in a relationship like this. You know what the consequences are and you know it's not worth it. Um, but, you you know, while you're in it, you're tricking yourself saying, oh, it's not that big a deal, it's not going to matter that much. Um, get real with yourself about the consequences. So play the tape forward, okay?
2: That's super important, and I never did that. And and the truth is, is any time, my mind would go there i would shut it down i would justify it i would ignore it there was all there were all kinds of ways that i would run from that whole concept of playing it through to conclusion right. it, I mean, you just get hijacked by the whole the whole process because there's a certain amount of physiological response that you get a rush that you get when you're engaged in those behaviors to where you lose track of time, you lose track of where you are, you lose track of what your responsibilities are for work or for your family, your partner, your kids, whomever. Right. And, and all that stuff goes out the window. It's, right. it's actually quite incredible that that happens. And I, and I, and I live that, and I know what that's like and it is devastating. Right. Okay. Next question. What if you suspect?
0: Yeah. What is the right thing? Cause I didn't do the right thing necessarily. <laughs> because he always told me no, he wasn't. And I do believe I was prompted, mm-hmm. I just didn't know what to do with it. Should've, over would, and over should've, no would've, problems. could've oh, though, yeah. right? I mean, hindsight, Hindsight, yeah.
1: Um, it's hard to go up to somebody and say, no, I know something's happening, when, when you don't really yeah. know what it is. you didn't have proof. Right? Um, so this is a tough one, because we talk about the fear cycle and not mm-hmm. controlling and not hovering and all of those things. Um, it is sometimes really helpful to gather information. And you know, it's been a blessing to many of the people that I've worked with who have picked up their spouse's phone and seen something on it. Um, I, you know, I've worked with people who have, who have gotten in disguise and gotten on airplanes with oh, their wow. spouse to see who they're sitting next to and things like that. Um, <clears throat> I'm not suggesting this stuff, but If trust your gut, if you're feeling a lot of the things that we've talked about today, um, you can be honest with your spouse about that. You can go up to them and you can say, look, I don't know what's going on. I just know something's off. And I suspect that something's happening that I don't know. Um, I'll do that in therapy sessions a lot where we'll make no progress with a couple. And and they're trying, but they're Mm -hmm. not really trying. Sounds like us. (laughs) And I'll say stuff like, you guys, we're stuck, and I don't know why, I feel like there's something big out there that we're not talking about that needs to come to light. And you guys won't move forward unless that comes to light. And I've done that a few times, and almost every time, something has come up. Yeah. Um, so just to, just to bring that up and be clear about it, and, and let them know your relationships isn't going to progress toward intimacy and a real closeness and safety and trust until, until those things are dealt with. Now I have worked with people who their spouses have accused them of affairs and things like that. And, and it hasn't been happening. And that's a really tricky situation because the partner's kind of like, well, do I, do I admit to something I haven't done? And that's obviously not the right thing to do. Um, and they just need to stay honest. And they need to stay consistent and they need to try to get down to why does my partner feel like I'm having an affair when I'm when I'm not? Mm-hmm. I must you know, I must be doing something or or something's not right about our relationship so that we can create that safety
2: and that trust. I like so, the I like the statement that you said, Brandon, which was really important and I and I wonder if that would have changed anything for me had I heard you say that, and that was I know something yeah. is going on. Something's something's and up, something's, not something, right. I know something is going on and I don't know about it.
0: Well, and I think it goes back to Brandon said this before. It's all about the way you present something. So I was yeah. presenting it like with a knife, <laughs> almost right, like, right. I know you're cheating and you're a different person. And I was so angry, which that's okay. Like right, I'm validated course. in right. the anger, right? Totally. But it didn't ever give him the opportunity to be honest with yeah. me. Yeah. And that's
2: that's true. That's hard. But the truth is, is back then, Ashlyn, I wasn't willing to be honest. I wasn't, I wasn't willing to own up to it. I wasn't willing to, um, to face it. I, I simply wasn't. And even if you had presented it in, in the quote unquote best way possible, um, if I wasn't ready, then I simply would be hellbound to not. Okay. You know what I mean? And, and that as cold as that sounds, I'm just giving everybody here a peek behind the curtain for my experience as the person who betrayed twice because it's important for you to understand the very the, the the various ways that that person thinks in in moments of infidelity. Right. Right. That's not everybody, but that's that was my experience. Right. All right. Kay. So
1: maybe we stirred the pot a little bit for you today. You listen and you're thinking there's some things I need to address. Mm-hmm. Um there's some things I need to face. Yeah. And if we have, then good. Um, it's better to go through the hard stuff than suffer for the long run. For sure. So face, face the music, deal with it, um, and get real with yourself, get
2: real with your partner, and start to create safety, trust, and, and love again. Yeah. So. It is possible, if you're the person out there who, who is in the middle of betraying your partner, if you're the person who has betrayed, like me, I, I betrayed Ashland the second time, and I, and I was gonna take it to my grave. Just remember that there is a way to regain trust. There is a way to regain safety. And it's possible for you to learn how to grow, to, to go through that and learn how to never repeat that again because of the growth that you need internally. Well,
1: so so there's a third option, which is what I mean by that is oftentimes they think, well, if I tell my wa- my wife or my husband, they'll leave me. Totally. And um, and oftentimes that's the case, and so then the second option is I'll take it to the grave. I just won't tell them. Yeah. But there's a third option, which is they find out. <laughs> well, yeah, true. They just find out <laughs> through the. Th- however, but the the third option is this: is whether they leave me or whether they stay with me. If I get honest and I work on myself and I learn how to show up w- as a person who's not behind all of this shame and all of this. Crappy feelings for, of who I am, then I'm going to be able to create love, trust, and safety in my future relationship, whether it's with that person or not. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, I'm going to be able to move forward myself yeah. and love myself again. And that yeah. can happen. Totally can. If you face the music, if you start to get honest.
0: So it sounds like that you're going to go into this, if you're admitting to, hey, this is where I'm at you're going into it without expectations.
1: Absolutely, you don't know where it's, the chips are and gonna either fall. Either
0: way, or if I'm gonna ask Kobe the expectation, I don't know what it is. You don't
1: know what, how it's all gonna
2: land and yeah. end up. But it's better than sitting in the misery, Yeah, right? Indeed. Yeah. Guys, thanks for being here. This is a tough uh, and hard conversation, but uh, but this is an important one. So I'd uh, love to have you rate and review the podcast. Subscribe. And, uh, love you to, ha- to, to subscribe. Yeah. And uh, if you've heard anything that you, um, that you liked, love to have you shared as well. You never know who this is going to help. See you guys. Peace out.
1: I want to invite you guys over to our premium site where you get in-depth content and access to us. We answer questions there for you and you get interaction with like-minded people.
2: To find that site, go ahead and click details and scroll to the bottom. You'll see the link to our Patreon site.